Welcome to Minority Landlords Podcast, your manual to financial freedom. Are you looking to escape the nine to five rat race? Do you want to earn passive income while building generational wealth for you and your family and don't know how to get started? Well, you're at the right place. Here at Minority Landlords, we're here to help educate minorities about real estate investing. And now your host, Pepe Amoti. Hey, everyone, it's your host Pepe with the 20th episode of Minority Landlords Podcast. I absolutely, absolutely can't believe that we are in episode 20 and I've stuck with this thing this long every single, single week. It's just so incredible. I'm very happy about this and I will be sticking with this as long as possible since a lot of y'all have voiced how impactful and how much y'all are learning from this uh, podcast so yeah we'll keep it rolling i'm super psyched for today's episode because not just because the 20th episode but because this is the biggest part of real estate and that is taking that leap of faith and jumping in to buying your first property a lot of us want financial freedom. A lot of us want to build generational wealth for our families. A lot of us want this and that, but only a few of us are willing to take that leap of faith to achieve what it is that we want. Because those few are willing to go through the pains, trials, and tribulations to get to where they want to be in life. Don't let the gurus fool you folks. They think it's not as easy as they make it seem. It's not. Just like they say, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Even though it's not easy though, folks, it's definitely doable. And we're going to take that first steps in order to get somewhere. And in today's episode, I'll provide y'all with some mindset shifts and some actual tips y'all can take, step-by-step tips y'all can take in order to take that first step in your investing journey. First of all, you got to make sure you've educated yourself on at least the basics of whatever the asset class it is that you're interested in. Like I've said a million times, education is very, very important because it will help you understand what you are getting yourself into. How do you get education in real estate? Well, there's everything is online for free these days. There's many podcasts out there, including our famous Minority Learners podcast, where you can learn the ins and outs of real estate, folks. Go out there and attend community-wide events catered around real estate. Join seminars or free meetups. This will not just help you get to understand what the business is all about, but it will also help connect you with People in this field that might end up changing your life. So folks, networking, networking is very, very crucial. The second tip here is make sure you have a good credit or start working on it today. I've talked about this so many times. I say this before, credit is very important in real estate. If your credit sucks, start working on it today. Go out there and pull your credit report and learn how to dispute any errors you have on there or hire someone to help you with disputing things such as late fees, collections, and whatnot. You can hire someone for pretty cheap to help you with that too. You can hire these companies out there that will help you dispute anything that shouldn't be on there to help you raise your credit. So start working on that credit today. 
if your credit is not at least 650, preferably 700 plus, then you should start today. You'll need to understand that credit score is the most vital aspect of your financial health. Even if you have money, not having a good credit will screw you up. So work on that starting today. I don't, I don't remember where I heard this, but someone had said nothing changes your life more other than God and love than moving your credit score 120 points. It's funny but true. A good credit score is very crucial, folks, especially if you want to use leverage in this business, which you quite frankly should. The third tip I have for you all is you need money for down payment, closing costs, and other costs associated with acquiring a property. I've said before, get a second or third job if you can. Do whatever it takes, folks. Just for a few years, do whatever it takes. This is life, folks. Nothing comes easy. You need to know that. You need to understand that. Nothing comes easy. You want something? You've got to sacrifice for it. You've got to sacrifice parting for a couple of years. You've got to sacrifice watching TV all the time, Netflixing. No, that's got to, got to, got to be sacrificed a little bit or cut it down gotta sacrifice remember there's no success without sacrifice the fourth tip i want to give you all is get an agent and a loan officer to show you your options loan officer will help reapprove you when you are ready to buy and let you know how much you can qualify for they also help you shop for a mortgage on your behalf comparing the rates and fees and whatnot an agent will be there to represent you schedule showings and and be a direct link between you and the seller so find a trusted team to work with I've said before ask friends who they've used and reach out to them if you do not have any connections go on zillow research agents and read their reviews and just give them a call make sure that you have a great team of agents and and loan officers that will be on your side to help you acquire your first property or many other properties to come the fifth tip I'd like to give you folks is find a good inspector to work with. An inspector can help you find any defects or issues with a property that you decide to go with. So ask around for recommendations. If you do not have any, go online and search inspectors in your area. Read their reviews and call them. It's that simple, folks. The sixth tip I'd like to give you folks is take to your budget. I have folks all the time reaching out to me, sending me deals to help them analyze. And a lot of times, the first timers are always going over their budget. Or they're trying to buy something that they, they, they just cannot afford. They cannot even qualify for. Do not do that, especially for your first deal. If a deal does not make any sense, do not force it. If it does, then go for it. And if it's not a home run for your first deal, that's fine. There's a lot of opportunities out there afterwards. So... If you don't hit the home run at the beginning, that's fine. Don't give up. Just keep trying. The seventh tip is after you've done all of those, then make sure you pick the right property you want to buy. Like I always say, for you first-time home buyers out there, for your first property, since most likely you'll be utilizing the first-time home buyer program, which allows you to only put a 3.5% down payment and buy up to a four-unit, Try to buy at least a fourplex so you get a great leverage. Do not go with duplexes or single families unless you have two or there's just no fourplexes and triplexes in your area. Anyways, know exactly what you want and jump in from there. Once you do, then you will start learning about landlording while on the job. 
again, the biggest part of this whole process, biggest part about being an investor is taking that first step. Your first deal is the most important deal, folks. More important than even the 100th deal because you needed to jump over the fears in order to get started. I just didn't wake up one day to owning many units. No, it took hard work and sacrifice. And trust me, that long hard work and sacrifice, sometimes it's, it's too much that when you get what you want, there's no time to even celebrate. It's like when you are the one that cooked dinner, you put in all the work and by the time food is ready, don't even enjoy it as much because of all the sacrifice it took. What if someone else cooked it? Am I the only one that feels that way? You need to get to that point where you reach the goal that you wanted and just keep nexting yourself, if that's even a word. But please, always find ways to enjoy the process. And that's why my last point is look at where you've come. Look back how far you've come in spite of how small of a difference it is and appreciate that and use it as a fuel to inspire you to do bigger things. That's whether you've already have many units or if you are just getting started. Maybe you've never thought of financial freedom before but now you've changed your ways and on, are on the right path to change your life. Or maybe you've ha you, you, you have a job and some savings and, and are ready to invest, whereas back then you didn't even have that extra cash to invest. So look at that and use it as a fuel to jump in. Always think back where you came from. All of us, if you're here today, if you're alive today, in a better place than a lot of people, folks. Back to my real estate points. To get to 20, 50, 100 units and more, you've got to begin with your first one, folks. That first deal is probably the most crucial one. Like they say, the first step is not just the most important and crucial one, but it's one that will initiate the direction you have chosen. You cannot just magically get a job without applying for it. Well, <laughs> unless if it's daddy and mommy that gave you the job, but you get the point. That's why I always preach to people to never, never despise the days of small beginnings. Everything good starts small. Everything starts with that first step. Always remember the journey to a thousand miles, like I've said before, the journey to a thousand miles begins with a single step. And once you make that first step or few steps, do not despise them. Be present in them and enjoy them actually. Those are the most crucial steps than when you are in, in your hundredth or a thousandth step. Most of us, including myself, sometimes are not in the, in the presence and do not really appreciate those small steps and, and small milestones because we are so focused on the big thing, the next big thing. And me personally, my partner who's closest to me can attest to this. When I close on a deal, before I've even closed, I'm already looking for the next one. And once I close that deal, my reward is always ice cream sandwich, <laughs> right? One unit equals one ice cream sandwich. I have a big deal closing this month and that would be a lot of ice cream sandwiches. But back to the point, even I do not 
appreciate and really focus on those small wins because my mind is so stuck to what's next. And that's why I have it as my goal for this year to really start celebrating those small things and actually turn this whole thing into a journey and enjoy that journey rather than just waiting to enjoy the final destination, aka that last goal I have. Does that make sense? So I totally urge you all folks, I urge you all to really take a hard look at yourself, where you've come from. Look back a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. Look back. I did that earlier this year and oh boy was I very appreciative of every little win and even the losses. I've told you all I come from completely zero. Came in this country completely zero just 12 years ago as a refugee. Could barely speak English. We all looked malnutritioned when we came here. And earlier today I was making a cream of wheat, aka porridge for breakfast and was putting sugar in it. And while I was stirring it, it hits me how just 12 years ago we couldn't afford to have sugar with our tea or porridge. And fast forward to 12 years later, now at 27, with a couple million dollars of income producing assets under my belt, healthy, family is doing okay, and with the best partner I could ever ask for, I got emotional and into tears to see how not bad life is. If you just take that stop, just take that pause, and focus on what you have rather than what you do not have. I'm a super appreciative person but a go-getter so I don't get to do that a lot in my life. Just taking a hard stop and looking back. So I encourage you folks, I encourage you all to take that hard stop and look back. I don't care what situation you are in right now. I don't care. I don't care if you just lost your job. I don't care. Take that step and just look back and appreciate where you've come from rather than where you're planning to be. It doesn't even have to be financial. It can, it can be having a loving and caring family, which you never had before. Or having food on the table every day now, which you never used to like me. I've been in moments where that wasn't possible. Right? It can be being in the best shape you've been. Just look back, folks. Look back and trust me. It will give you a lot of energy and confidence to really, really push through any hurdle you will encounter and not to say you will get a very healthy satisfaction from it. I read that quote by Jose Rizzo that said, He who does not know to look back at where he came from will never get to his destination. It's true, folks. You need your past to fuel you to get to your destination. Because trust me, as long as you do the work and take risks in life, every day will be one step forward in spite of how big the step is. Right? So look back. And just appreciate life. Appreciate where you come from. If you are healthy today, appreciate it. If, if things are so-so, things are okay, that's fine. All of us, 
all of us, including myself, I'm not where I want to be. Things are not perfect. Things are not great. Don't see what you're seeing on social media and think like, oh, other people get it, got it better than you. No, you don't. We all have storms in our lives, but every single day is better than yesterday or better than a few years back. And a lot of us can attest to that. All right, folks, until next time, stay hungry. Thank you for listening to Minority Landlords Podcast. Please like and subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes so that we can reach as many people as possible. We will appreciate it if you tell your friends and family, too, about the podcast. Also, visit us at MinorityLandlords.com.